Well, hello everybody. This is my second take. I recorded the first one and it sounded horrible because I had on my Bluetooth headphones. So, um, but I'm going to redo it, but hopefully this one is much shorter since I already did um, the first one. So the title of this one is My Spirituality. And um, first, I'm going to put this disclaimer. This is not to offend or anything like that or indoctrinate or try to like push my beliefs on anyone. So if you don't want to hear about this, you can click off. But this is also like aligned with my purpose. So, yeah, I don't really care who likes it as long as God likes it. That's all that matters to me. Anyway, um, so, yeah, brief synopsis. A synopsis I was raised in the church so from like the time I was seven years old um, I was raised in Sunday Adventist Church if you don't know what that is it's basically like we worship on Saturday and um, we believe in the Advent message that's the whole name where the Advent comes from um, which is like God's gonna come back at some point we don't know when but he's gonna come back at some point um, and they also like are very strict though, like about certain things. Like they don't want it, no t- no piercings, no tattoos, basically no type of sin ever. Like you have to really be super on point with everything. So yeah. Um, moving forward with that, um, I just want to talk about where I am today. So last year, October, um, I ha- well actually let me rewind a little bit. I did do this already, so I'm just kind of (laughs) like a little bit annoyed that I have to redo this, but hey, whatever. This is just, you know, how it is. It's a good thing I listened to it, though, before I published, so that's always good. But um, I got baptized in the Seventh-day Adventist Church when I was 10. I didn't fully know who God was. I did not have a connection. I didn't have a strong spiritual belief. There was just things I was unsure about, and I more so feared God more so, but like in the actual way, like I'm afraid, you know, so I wouldn't come to him with certain things like I do today. So now going back to um, last year, I was just at a point in my life where I had just got out of a very toxic relationship and, you know, I'm older now and I was like, okay, I'm tired of doing this. Like, I'm tired of living my life the way I want to live it. You know, I do aspire to be married one day. I do aspire to have kids one day. And I'm tired of playing around. I'm not saying that you don't have... Like, there's people every day who have a spirituality and um, have children and get married. So don't take, you know, my words out of context. But I feel like as far as my life was concerned, God was like, I need you to seek me for these things because the marriage you're going to have is going to inspire others the children that you're going to have is going to inspire others and bring other people to me so I just I knew my whole life that my life was going to be different from others lives you know it wasn't going to fall into the same category as other people so you know that was just my calling that was just my purpose ever since I was young I think it was like around three years old I just had a calling, a purpose on my life. So I was tired. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of having like one foot and an elbow and an arm out in the world and the other foot like, you know, in the, like in my spiritual beliefs. And um, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm giving my whole life, my body, everything, my mind, my brain, my soul to you. 
So that that wasn't without trials and tribulations. I still had trials and tribulations, but you know, and I did still make mistakes. But the good thing about it is that because I was developing such a strong relationship with God, like He helped me throughout all those challenges, and He would just like you know be there for me, and I would repent, and you know He would give me more tools that I could access. And one of those primary tools that would help me was fasting. Um, fasting is not just from food. Um, I use fasting when it comes from like going on certain social media apps. Sometimes I think the first fast I did was I signed out out of every social media app. I'm talking like Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think I had Twitter at the time um, and Snapchat. You know, um, I fast from certain things that I watch, certain things that I listen to. Uh, I just got off of a fast where I stopped listening to secular music or like music that wasn't talking about God or God's love. I fast from that. And I'm currently on a fast currently where I'm not, you know, I signed out of my Snapchat and I'm not on that for a whole entire week. So, you know, um, you don't have to do it, but it just lets you, it reveals to you that you're stronger than your desires. You're stronger than you know, trying to post something to make yourself felt or so people can see it or you're stronger than your crutches, basically. Um, and then there's certain things that I completely eliminated out of my life, um, which was like drinking heavy or like drinking things that weren't like wine and even like wine. I was fast from that, too. Um, watching certain things, um, smoking. That's something I completely eliminated out of my life because I didn't want that to take the place of God. So, you know, that's basically how I went about it. Everybody's different, though. So, yeah. Um, And then I'm not religious. So I think people have a misconception about spirituality and religion. Um, Religion is more so you're doing things out of habit. You're doing things and you don't really have an understanding to why. You're not really doing it because you're, you know led by the spirit to do it you're just kind of doing it and then also because you're religious you end up being more judgmental you end up not being open-minded to other people and how they go about things so yeah I'm more so spiritual so if God didn't say it if God didn't leave me I ain't trusting you and that, that goes for even people who are in the church if you're elder pastor you know like they're not perfect people so if I don't be led if I'm not led by the spirit to say, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna I'm gonna understand where you're coming from, then I'm not listening to you. I'd rather listen to God than listen to you. So um yeah, so I do burn sage. Uh when I set my intention it's mostly like I start um reciting and speaking forth God's promises. I rebuke the devil mostly or rebuke the enemy. I don't really like to say devil for some reason, but I like to say enemy or Um, demonic forces that try to encamp because spirituality is real and you think you're just fighting in the physical but there's so much things that you don't see you know in the spiritual that is going on and it looks simple in the physical but then it's really intense spiritual warfare so spirituality is so important and I really like encourage people to when you're gonna make choices, make it more so out of your spirituality and not out of your emotion, not out of your physicality, because not out of your mental either, because those things can lie to you. You know, we lie to ourselves on a daily, you know, because you could be beautiful, but you think you're ugly. You know what I'm saying? That's a lie. That's a lie that, 
you tell yourself or you say very negative things. I was a very negative person before um, I really turned my life over to God. And I definitely feel myself being more content with life, even if it's not going my way. I have something I can lean on. So it's like I'm not so down in the dumps because I can always lean back on God. I don't treat God as a genie. You know, God gives you um, he gives you choices. He's not a controlling God. Like people only view it as like, oh, he controls us in a negative way. Like him doing everything good for you is still control because you're not making any decisions. You're not making any choices. And he gives you freedom of choice. There's a scripture in the Bible. I don't know where it's taken from, but it says he gives you, you know, life and death. He lies before you and he hopes you choose life. But um, <laughs> nine times out of 10, we're choosing death, which, you know, to put it in more simplistic terms, you know, he gives you a right path and a wrong path. And sometimes the right path looks like it's going against society, going against social media, going against what's cool, what's in right now. And nine times out of 10, because you want to fit in, because you want to go with whatever everybody else is doing, you choose the wrong path. And he's just going to delay the promises that he has for you. He's not going to say he won't totally eliminate it unless you want it to be eliminated. So he's not a genie. He won't do for you what you won't do for yourself. So um, I think this was like a little shorter from my previous one because I think I went in a lot of different rambles because I didn't have any notes for this one. But I prob- I'm going to not probably I will do a part two to my spirituality once I make a one year anniversary with God. Uh, I do treat it like a relationship. I think that's like the best way to do it. Like treat it like a real relationship. Like I'm not in a relationship with a physical husband or a physical boyfriend, but I have a relationship with God. And he'll, he fills in all, all the places that I lack. So I don't have a father, an earthly father, but he's my father. I don't have an earthly husband, but he's my husband. I don't have an earthly anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have an earthly partner because I'm not in a relationship. So he fills in all those spaces. So, um, yeah. So that's basically it. I'm making it short this time around because I hope the audio is good on this. But um, like always, thank you guys for the support. God bless you guys. And like always, peace, love, and light. Peace, love, and light.